Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 94 of the Love Life Connection podcast. So before we get started today, I just want to make a small request, and that is if you've been listening to this show and you've really loved it and it's really helped you in your life and in love and in relationships, I would be so grateful if you took a moment to leave a rating or a review for me on iTunes. It really helps me to grow the show and to get in front of more women just like yourself, and it helps me to be able to keep this content coming into your earbuds week after week. So to leave a review, all you have to do is search Love Life Connection in the search bar on iTunes, tap the um, my podcast, Love Life Connection, and then tap the reviews tab. And then from there, you can just leave a rating, which will take like point whatever zero seconds. Or if you have 30 seconds, 45 seconds, however long it takes you to write a few lines of text to leave a review, I would be so, so grateful. So just take a moment to do that. And I will just thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. So I've mentioned that I'm recovering from a broken elbow and surgery. And I still can't really cook. I can pour and mix so I can bake and I can make smoothies pretty easily. <laughs> uh, I can't really put my own shoes on. I can, I'm starting to be able to kind of do it. Um, Uggs are easy, sandals easy, sneakers not so much. Putting my hair up is still a challenge. But other than that, and just not being able to do some daily functions, I feel really, really thriving. I felt healthier and better than I have in a really, really long time. I'm drinking a lot of turmeric tonics and I've cut out refined sugar and other inflammatory foods. 
Um, I'm finally learning about herbs for medicinal purposes, and I finally, finally have gotten my butt over to acupuncture. And all of these things are things that I've been wanting to do, but I filled that time and my energy and my attention mostly with with work and just with other things and not really having the motivation really to to do it. Um, but my inner injury has really forced me into having more white space so that I can heal. And the motivation to prevent a partial elbow replacement is pretty strong. And it turns out that's what's getting me to do some of these things rather than just, you know, acupuncture or herbs or whatever being trendy or cool. And I'll tell you what, I've never thought about my elbow or even talked about my elbow this much ever. And I'm a yoga teacher, so I do talk about joints and muscles and bones. So it's not unusual for me to talk about knees or hips or ankles. But even with that, I've never talked about an elbow this much. And I am learning a whole new level of body love that goes well beyond just the love your body at any size, which is obviously important as well. And perhaps that'll be a whole other episode that I'll create for you at some point. But I'll just say this for now. If you have a more or less functioning body, which I do, right? Like I do. I mean, my elbow isn't totally functional right now, but for the most part, like I still consider myself to have two relatively healthy arms. Um, But if you have a fully functioning body, it's easy to then begin to nitpick for having rolls or not being toned enough or not looking the way you want it to look. But the moment it loses its function, all you want to do is just you want to love it back or you want to love it so hard so it comes back into full functionality. So right after I broke my elbow, I was making a smoothie. And again, I can make a smoothie with one arm. Um, but I wasn't really thinking and I stuck my left finger, my broken, the my, my left elbow was broken. So I stuck my left finger into the blender um, to taste the smoothie to see how it was to adjust. And I was bringing my finger towards my face and I couldn't get my finger all the way towards my mouth because I didn't have that level of flexion at that point. And it was so depressing. And that moment for me was really, I felt pathetic and I felt like, oh my God, this is just horrible. But it also has taught me, you know, like I said, just a whole new level of of body love. So if you have legs that move you and arms that allow you to do what you need to do in a day and a belly to digest your the food that you eat and so forth. You have so much to be grateful for. And I think just practicing that gratitude and sending love to your body helps it to do what it needs to do. And I'm not like overly woo woo, but I was in a yoga class the other day and it was um, a yin class, so not any weight on my arms or anything. And the teacher was talking about, you know, sending love to your body and healing and allowing some invisible forces to do what it needs to do. And obviously, I can't prove that these invisible forces are there, but I just have so much faith in myself and in my body that it's going to heal the way it needs to heal. And but I have to give it space and I have to, you know, do my part in it, which is to not do things that I know will inflame it and make it unhappy, like sugar and alcohol. So for me, like that's just not in my life right now. Um, But just practicing gratitude and sending love to my body has been a huge game changer. And even if you're not going through an injury right now, I think it'll really help you as well if you have a tough time with your body and the way it looks or your relationship to it. Okay, so with that public service announcement out of the way, 
I'm so excited about this episode. I've been working on it for a while. I can't believe it's actually taken me long, this long to put it together or to actually get something like this to you because it's probably the most prevalent thing that I see among my clients. Uh, and that is that my clients or the women that you know come to me or send me emails is that the their exes or the guys that they're attracted to attracted to are all narcissists. And then as soon as someone tells me that their ex or whoever it is is a narcissist, I say, okay, are you a people pleaser? And 99% of that time, the answer is yes. All right. So if you're a people pleaser, I actually created another meditation for you that's totally free that'll help you to say no to others so you can say yes to yourself. This is super important if you want to get out of this narcissistic people pleaser trap. Um, And I'll tell you how to get your hands on that at the end of the episode. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about the people pleaser narcissistic person trap and why narcissists and people pleasers are actually a perfect match. In fact, a match made in heaven. So hear me out and let's start with defining each. A narcissist tends to be someone who needs attention from others and craves approval from others. So despite their outer appearance, which tends to be like self-reliant and overconfident, they really do need attention and admiration and affection to feel secure. And they, and, and they need to feel secure over others. So in other words, a narcissist actually lacks confidence and needs constant approval and attention to feel confident. Right. So that confidence does not come from like from within. It is purely external. And when that external thing goes, that's when shit can hit the fan. A people pleaser, on the other hand, needs to help others, praise others, and they need to feel needed in order to feel a high sense of self-worth. So I would just want to note here, being kind and being a genuine person is not the same thing as being a people pleaser. They are very, very different because because one thing that I always say or what comes up when I'm coaching a people pleaser is they'll say, well, I, I'm just like a kind person. Like, I just want to help. And it's like, well, yes, but there's strings attached. And that's the difference between a kind, genuine person and a people pleaser. And yes, if you're a people pleaser, you can still be a kind, genuine person. But just because you're being kind and genuine does not mean you're being a people pleaser. So being kind and genuine is just simply that. You're kind and you're genuine, no strings attached. A people pleaser can also be kind and genuine, but also feels a strong need to help and please others in order to feel worthy and or in hopes that that kindness will be returned. But more often than not, that kindness is not actually returned. So perhaps with me just telling you the definitions of what a people pleaser and a narcissist are, you can already begin to see why they're a match made in heaven. So let's dig a little bit deeper into this. In fact, people pleasers and narcissistic personalities have a lot of shared characteristics. And in some ways, they are actually just on the same spectrum, just on opposite sides. So let's look at this. One big common thing between a narcissist and a people pleaser is this idea of rescuing. So narcissists and people pleasers love to rescue others, but they do it for very different reasons. Narcissists get their ego stroked because they help someone who couldn't do something on their own, whereas people pleasers rescue someone because they get a high from feeling needed and hope that maybe then they'll and, and one day be rescued themselves. 
So yet, ex- in exchange for being rescued, narcissists then demand loyalty, whereas people pleasers want friendship, or if it's a relationship, they want like that affection or that love. So again, you can see how it's kind of the same thing, but on opposite ends of the spectrum. The next thing that people pleasers and narcissists have in common is a misunderstanding of affection. And relationships, there is sex, there is intimacy, and there is affection. But they aren't the same things. Sex is sex. Intimacy is both people being fully seen by another and affection is showing kindness towards a person. So narcissists and people pleasers crave affection, right? So affection, again, is showing kindness towards a person. Narcissists and people pleasers both want that, but usually try to get that affection through sex. And that is one reason why the physical chemistry might be really strong if you've ever been with a narcissist before, but ultimately after the sex, there's still something missing or feels like something's missing because sex is sex and it's not necessarily affection. So it's not going to give you what you ultimately want, hence feeding the addiction. And then finally, both narcissists and people pleasers feel the need for control. And this might surprise you. You might feel like your narcissistic ex-husband was a control freak, but in fact, in some ways you are too. And this part is really, really big because narcissists control through manipulation, abuse, and demands, whereas people pleasers demand through, uh, or control, I should say, through guilt trips, passive aggressive behavior, or going over and beyond and being helpful. And then maybe this is kind of related to guilt trips as well, but expecting, not expecting, but maybe quietly expecting for that help to be returned. So there's some other similarities I could get into between narcissists and people pleasers, but I just wanted to highlight a few of the big ones because I just want to want you to see how much a people pleaser and a narcissist can feed off each other. A narcissist literally needs someone to make them the center of their world. And a people pleaser is just the person to do that. And it can be so hard to let these relationships go because, well, first, the physical chemistry is probably strong and there will be plenty of times when the relationship feels good. Because remember, he'll appreciate your loyalty and making him the center of your world, right? And then and then you'll get your high from being able to help him or do what he wants from you. And you'll feel that it almost feels like love, but it's almost more of like this addictive high. And that's exactly what these relationships can be like. They can feel like an addiction because the attraction is so, so strong. Though remember, this attraction is based off of reinforcing dysfunction. And so then meeting a nice guy can kind of feel boring because you're not getting that magnetic pull that can happen between a narcissist and a people pleaser. So if you're with a narcissist now or you have been and are trying to get out of a relationship with one, remember... You are looking at that relationship with rose-colored glasses, or when you have those moments of wanting to go back or thinking this time will be different or that he'll change. It's all with rose-colored glasses. Your issues are simply dovetailing each other. And just think about it with any other addiction. You do it because you get an initial high. And we can all be a little addicted to maybe Netflix or um, ice cream or like sugar or chocolate or something. But ultimately, it'll come crashing down and you need another hit again. And then 
eventually binging on Netflix on a Thursday night just feels kind of numbing because you've done it a bazillion times. It doesn't actually give you that same high that it used to. So there's a good chance you're conveniently not remembering all the crap he does and only focusing on the good times. And again, you'll have moments in the relationship with a narcissist and it'll be good and the sex will probably be good. But that doesn't mean you have to stay. And that doesn't mean that just because you have people pleaser tendencies that that's all you're worth being with. You deserve to be treated like a queen all the time and not some of the time. And in fact, you deserve to be treated the way you're probably treating other people. So what do you do? Well, the first step is just to admit the pattern and to see the pattern of it being a narcissistic people pleaser pattern. Um, that's always the first step in any in any type of thing of getting out of a habit or a relationship or an addiction. Um, just seeing the pattern and realizing your role in this pattern. And it's too easy here to go into blame mode, to blame him, to blame yourself, to blame your parents, whatever it is, but that's not going to help. So I don't want you to blame just this is what it is and just be open to the lesson that you're learning now from getting over this people pleaser um, habit, I should say. And then the next thing, and this is the hardest thing, is to start putting yourself first and to focus on really what you need and what you want in your life and in your relationships and what you want for yourself and then start doing that. And you don't have to do it all at once. Just list out everything that you would like to do in your life and what you need and what you want and then just start doing those things little by little by little. Even if it means you have to say no to someone or can't help someone like you normally would. And this is hard and it feels uncomfortable and you feel like you're being a bitch or whatever it is, or you're being selfish or stingy, whatever the word is that you call yourself when you're being like this, but you have to trust that this is actually going to create healthier relationships in your life. There's a good chance that if you're in a people pleaser narcissistic pattern, that you probably have a similar type of pattern with some of your friendships as well, right? So this is not something that is related to just romantic relationships. This is something that exists probably throughout your life. How you do one thing is typically how you do everything. And look, it takes a lot of work to break the people pleaser narcissistic cycle. It's really hard. You may need some support to break this cycle. Someone who can help you heal some core wounds to see why you have a people pleaser tendency in the first place and who will hold you accountable. And I've literally been on the phone with clients who are in a narcissistic people pleaser trap. And I literally had to say, okay, while we're on the phone together, you're going to delete his number. Don't see him this weekend and delete his number, delete his number. Have we deleted his number yet? Like (laughs) they're showing me their screen to show me that they've actually deleted his number. It's really hard. It's a big load of tough love. But first of all, tough love is still love. And sometimes that's what it takes to break the cycle. So if you're trying to break the narcissistic people pleaser trap, I've got two resources for you. The first one is to download the meditation that I talked about at the top of this episode. So to get your hands on that, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash 94 download. That's the number 94 download, or you can get this at the show notes at veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 94 It's a totally free meditation. It's just to help you to give some of that kindness back to yourself that you're giving to other people. Uh, So that's what this meditation is for. And it's really powerful and it's it's really helpful. And I know that if you have trouble saying no and trouble breaking some people pleaser patterns, that it'll really, really help. And the other thing to break a narcissistic people pleaser pattern is that you don't have to do this alone. 
it's really hard. It's not rocket science. Like it's not like there's 10 million steps. There's usually just a couple steps, like just start saying no, be nice to yourself. That's pretty much all the steps you have to take. But it's it's hard to do that. And it's way easier said than done. So you can get support. And I would love to be that support for you. So I accept one-on-one clients on a rolling basis. I'm not accepting too many clients right now because I've been talking about all the white space I'm taking. Um, So I've only got a couple spots open. But if you're interested in potentially working together and want to learn more, then head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And we can either start working together depending on my schedule pretty soon, um, or we can begin our coaching. You can get on my waiting list and we can start our coaching in Um, the beginning of 2018, but you'll definitely want to get on that list sooner rather than later. So to learn more and to apply to work with me to schedule an introductory coaching call, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. There you can apply for and schedule your introductory coaching session. And when in our session, that's where I can see I can help you see how we're going to get out of this trap and really build a plan together and see if doing some one-on-one work is really what would be helpful and um, maybe even necessary for you to break this pattern. All right. So I can't wait to hear from you soon. Remember, you can download that meditation. And if you'd like to even go a step further, apply to work one-on-one with me over at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. All right. I can't wait to hear from you soon. And I'll see you next week here on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember, Remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.